You are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Rodney Payne, and I am grateful to be able to be with you again this week and share uh, something that will add value to your life. Listen, um, over the past couple of weeks, we've had some guests, and I'm just excited about the expansion and growth of the show, and, and that's really up because of you. So let me start by saying thank you. I uh, looked at some stats this past week, and we have been listened to in over 50 countries, over 50 countries. So thank you so much for liking this podcast, for subscribing to it, and for sharing it with your friends. Our goal here is to simply add value to you in many ways. So we look to help you at a spiritual level, at a personal level, at an entrepreneur and business level, and of course, at a leadership level. So please continue to like and share and rate. We need ratings and reviews on the podcast to help it grow so that we might be able to be found amongst the many podcasts that are out there and available for your listening. Uh, Today, I want to make sure that we get an offer out there to you. Um, We want to offer you a free uh, a free. 30-minute debrief with a DISC assessment for $99. You purchase the assessment, I'll give you a 30-minute debrief for free. Uh, This will help you to know yourself. One of the things I've found out is that in order to grow yourself, uh, you've got to know yourself. That's the law of awareness from John Maxwell's The 15 Laws of Growth. And it's so important that we understand who we are. Um, Learning how you're wired is one thing. Learning how to work with how you're wired is a completely different thing. And so if you'll go by our website, you can find me at RodneyRPayne.com, RodneyRPayne.com. You can sign up there for your DISC assessment and free 30-minute debrief so that we can help you to know yourself and to grow yourself. And then also, I want to thank you for the support in your purchase of my uh, book, my latest book, 90 Days of Believing God, The Devotional and Journal. Uh, is going well, and I thank you for your support. I want to offer you today a combo pack that will have the original 90 Days of Believing God and also uh, the second book, 90 Days of Believing God, The Devotional and Journal, for $25. That's a $30 value. We're giving $5 off of that, so if you would go to our website, RodneyRPayne.com, you can pick that up there as well. So now let's hop into this thing on today. I have a topic I want to share with you, and the topic is the significance of of systems, the significance of systems. Uh, I have been traveling quite a bit of late, and so uh, when you travel, uh, there has to be a way to do things. You have to get packed, get unpacked. I've been in the country, out of the country, kind of coast to coast, kind of all over the place. So, so you find that if you have a system, it makes things work better, and you can find things and, and be more effective. But in my recent travels, I was in uh, the LAX airport, in the LAX airport, and as you know, there are tens of thousands of people that are in and out of those doors all day, every day. And so I was at a particular airline uh, counter on uh, recently, and when I was in this particular counter, I, there were people, I mean just throngs of people, they were everywhere. But I noticed that the airline had people that were uh, positioned to do the job, but there were also people there positioned to assist 
the cl customers. There were also people there to just simply direct you. They, they weren't there to answer your questions. They were simply there to tell you where to go. There was, there was signage. There was uh, specific steps. There's a sequence and order of how you navigate this massive airport and how you get onto your plane. Um, it was amazing to me, and I was as I was there. I'm, I'm always observing and looking for opportunities for uh, to grow, and and, I, and there's a lesson in almost everything. But when I looked at this particular system and process, I thought about the reality of most people's lives who are trying to accomplish a great deal. Typically, have some some degree of chaos in their everyday living. Some degree. Of, of of just if I could get more, be more efficient, if I could somehow, um, I, I recall asking at one point, I just said, there's just not enough hours in the day. I had a very good friend of mine tell me, well, God made the day and he also made the number of hours in the day. You're the one that put the amount of stuff in the day that makes it not enough time. So he was quick to correct me on that. There were plenty of hours in the day. Perhaps I might consider how I was using or allocating those hours. There again, that is a system. Um, so let me give you a few keys that I think uh, we can use in, in looking at the significance of systems. The, the first is, is, is if we look at what is a system, a system is a due method or orderly manner of, of, of or, or maybe I could say an arrangement or a procedure. So it's something that's typically sequential in order uh, to to produce a desired outcome or or a goal. And so if you're going to have a system, you have to build the system for its purpose. In other words, one system doesn't always work in every situation because everyone has different goals, objectives, and or opportunities for growth. So it becomes critical that you understand first your system must have a specific outcome in mind. If you don't identify your specific outcome, then you will know you will not know how to uh, really set yourself up for success. And and what I see a lot of times is is I, when people try to add something new in their life or a new discipline if you will or a new behavior uh, many times we add rituals and not systems. We we systems come with process. A ritual becomes a check on a box. So there are people who who try to begin to do something new, but they don't have a real goal in mind. I, I'm you know I am on a journey of health uh, as one of the, one of my primary objectives at this point in my life. I want to have a very good health, and so as a result, I had to lose some weight. I had to change some some eating habits, et cetera. But on this journey, and most people who've been on this journey can, can can easily confess that you have ups and you have downs. You have good times, you have low times. You, you have uh, times where you're losing weight, times where you gain weight. You're kind of on the seesaw. You're on the on the roller coaster. Well, uh, what, I, what I ultimately had to do was I had to identify not only a target weight, if you will, but more a target goal and then put some systems in place that help me to to identify that and to reach that particular goal. So it wasn't about getting up, working out every day to say I worked out because some workouts do uh, are more cardio, some some do do uh, more strength, and some do more uh, conditioning, and and there takes a balance of all of these things to reach a desired goal 
of good health. You, you must also, in addition to having a diet, you probably need some type of health care involved to, to, to help you uh, look at what your numbers are across the board in every area. So, so you have to have a desired outcome. Too many times we say, I want to be rich or I want to get promoted or I want to have a lot of money or I want to have a big house. Well, those are goals, but they don't sustain systems. You have to be very strategic and specific in what you're looking for as the output. So uh, start attaching measurements to your goals, and that's how you can have a, a system because your system will drive you to uh, what you're trying to accomplish. And, and that's why measurements and metrics are always going to be so uh, critical for what you do. So as you look to get to a certain goal, um, maybe you have a, a, a goal of uh, overall increasing knowledge. That may include listening to podcasts such as this, that may include uh, reading books, that, that may include watching documentaries. Um, but there has to be a desired outcome in that and a specific process so that you are uh, you want to kind of focus in a given area for a period so that you can develop some level of expertise in that area and then move on to the next. But, but put a system in place and you will be able to go toward your target. Um, not only do systems have a specific outcome in mind, but systems also uh, reduce chaos. Uh, you, you know, when you look at the end, at the end of the day, my life can be simply chaotic for most people. Uh, so I have to be very careful that I structure my days and and that I use calendars and and that I and that I I guard and protect time. So if if you don't manage your calendar, the rest of the world will manage it for you. And that is something, my friend, you do not want. You want to own your own time and and put yourself in the right place. But if you have no system, you can easily be moved to the left or to the right. You can easily be, get off focus. You can easily look up and say, where has the day gone? You can look up and be, be putting out four or five fires at one time. Uh, in this day and age of technology and the smartphone, uh, which is uh, keep attached to us at all times, we can't, we've got it where it's on our watch, on our hip, uh, on our computer screen, and we can't do anything but focus on our electronic devices. Uh, one of the things you want to do to reduce chaos in your life, uh, you might want to consider uh, cell phone free times. So uh, if you're working on a project, for instance, uh, close your email so that your notifications don't pop up. If you're working on uh, a writing assignment or a writing goal you might have, turn off your cell phone completely. Let your family know that you'll be unavailable for a period of time. And that way you can only give your time uh, to that one thing and reduce chaos. But if you're trying to write, you're trying to study, you're trying to answer the phone, and you're trying to play the game on your phone, you're going to have chaos in your life. You want to make sure that you reduce chaos. And that's why systems are so significant. Systems are much like currency. Um, money is a horrible uh, master but a wonderful servant, whereas your life can be wonderfully productive, but a, a life without systems uh, can become your master, where your life tells you what to do as opposed to you telling your life what to do. So it becomes very critical that you understand that when you have systems in place, you, you can reduce the amount of chaos you experience. Um, chaos will increase your rest. It, it, it'll decrease your stress. It'll help you to be able to, when you have chaotic reduction, is what I'm calling this, you will find yourself in a much uh, better place of control and balance 
in your life and you can get more productivity in a lot less time when you narrow down and have a system for doing things. There, it's amazing. There are some things that we that require systems that we just uh, automatically fall into and don't realize it. But, but for instance, to in order to uh, record this podcast, I can't be checking my cell phone. I I can't have a company over. I I can't. I have to go in the studio, sit down, mark the time, block the time, and not do anything else in order to produce the product. If I want the product right, I've got to have the 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 discipline to, to do that. And and so that's the significance of systems. And so if you can do it in one area for for a project such as a podcast or a recording or whether when you're in office meetings and and, and even anymore, uh, we don't get the best out of meetings because in the meetings we are multitasking and we think that that's a requirement. Well, uh, I I think that one of the things we should learn to do is respect the place where we are right now. So um, our relationships would be better. Our productivity would be better. Uh, our efficiency would be better. A lot of these things would be better if we would take time to engage in what we're doing now. I, I know that when I'm writing, I can't do anything else. I don't. I don't. I don't watch television. I don't talk on the phone. I don't take calls. When I get into a writing process, I I shut everything else down because I want to get. My desired outcome is to get that project completed, so I've got to reduce chaos. Uh, what are you allowing to get in your way that's creating chaos that's that's bothering your your productivity? And that's the last point I want to make on this thing is that yes, systems uh, they have a specific product or outcome in mind when they're built. Um, they're also uh, they reduce chaos, but finally, systems increase your efficiency and your productivity. Systems increase your uh, efficiency and your productivity. Uh, have you ever had a day where you worked so hard all day long, but you felt like you accomplished absolutely nothing? I was busy. Where did the day go? Where did the time go? But then there are days when you are able to get up and, and get that thing in gear and get it moving. It, it, systems make you more efficient. Uh, I told you earlier that my health has become a, a very important thing to me. And so as a result, my system is I work out in the mornings before I do anything else. Why is that? Because I have found that the longer my day goes, the more fatigued I become, the less committed I am to working out. And then working out can become an elective or optional and not necessary. And so now I'm not reaching my goals, which puts stress on me, which puts me out of balance. And then, of course, that there's a health constraint, a concern that goes with that as well. That, that So it all happens because of a system. And so by putting a system in place, I become more efficient. Not only that, my energy is up in the morning. So, so And I'm using this as a tangible example for you. There are ways that you function best. And I am a firm believer in working in your most valued uh, time zone for your most productivity. So, so wherever you find yourself, I write best in the mornings. As you can tell by a couple of examples, I am a morning, a productive morning person. The longer the day goes, I need to be less creative and I need to be more uh, functional and active. But, but as far as creativity, my creativity happens in the morning. I can, I can do three times as much in the same amount of time in the morning as I could late at night. Uh, and at nighttime, it needs to be something that's already done, already produced, but my creativity happens in the morning. So, so when you have systems, they're going to increase your efficiency. 
Now you don't need more time because you get more done in less time. But if you don't have a system, then you're wasting value time. And, and that's, that I want you to understand that that's so important because the ultimate goal of the system is to produce a specific product. In producing a specific product, guess what you ultimately do when you have good systems in place? When you have good systems in place, then you ultimately increase your capacity. That's right. The amount that you can process and produce and put out becomes greater because you have systems in place. Now, the, the, the tough thing about system design or system development is the, the obviously it does have a product in mind. It does reduce chaos and it does increase efficiency and productivity. But, but how do you create that system? I, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, the, the way to create systems is honestly uh, by strategy, trial, and error. Uh, don't get married to a system that you find to be unproductive. When you begin measuring your processes, if they don't work, change them. Uh, give them time to work. Think about them beforehand. So uh, in order to develop a good system, you're going to have to invest some time on the front end. That's People don't like doing that. But in order to have a good budget, you're going to have to open all your bills, count all your income, count all your expenses before you can set a budget. You're just going to have to go get all the paper. There's no way to do it. If you want to set a system of health and wellness, you're going to have to go and have blood work done. You're going to have to get on a scale. You're going to have to count how many calories you're taking in and, and develop a system and a plan for how to reduce those things. See, the, the system development happens on the front end, but it requires data, it requires time, and it requires effort. And then it requires management and maintenance. Uh, so when you look at a system, you want to manage and maintain the system and understand modifications are necessary. There are different systems to get you to different levels. And those who are the most productive people with the highest capacities are ones that have things that they just simply have mastered, not to a point of being a ritual where you do it with no output or benefit, but rather you do it intentionally for a desired product and or outcome. So that is what I have for you today, the significance of systems. I want you to add systems into your life and people are different. So not everyone will write down a flow chart of a system. They won't write down A through Z or they won't write down it this way or that way. But you must identify and have some way to hold yourself accountable to what you do uh, and, and what you plan to do, what your process is. So uh, one organizational tip that I will give you today is to respect your own calendar. That's right. You respect your own calendar. So if you put it on your calendar, that means it's important to you. And if it's important to you, then block that time and don't move that time. And you respect it so others can respect it. Um, people think that there are people who can call you that are so important that you should drop everything and go right to them. Well, I'm not sure that's the best process. I think that you should offer the times that you have available. Don't say any time when you know your calendar is booked because you're excited about a meeting. You want to say, I've got time available here. I've got time available here because you set the expectation that when I'm with you, I'll be with you. But when I'm not with you and I'm with someone else, I'll be with them. You, you respect your own calendar and others will respect your calendar. Listen, I'm your host, 
Rodney Payne, it's been my pleasure to be with you on this week here on Speaking with One Voice. We're excited about what's happening with our broadcast. Thank you for making us a worldwide podcast. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, and rating. And don't forget to stop by our website, RodneyRPayne.com. We'd love to have some guests on the show, so check me out. Email me, rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. And also, uh, if you need me to come speak for you or do some training, just check us out. You'll find out what we can do for you over at RodneyRPayne.com. Thank you. It's been my pleasure to be with you uh, this week. Listen, be intentional and get a system in place that will make you the most efficient, effective, and productive that you can be. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you and make it a great day.